When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back with Bradley Morgan for a few bonus questions. Bradley is the author of U2's The Joshua Tree, Planting Roots in Mythic America. Thanks for coming back, Bradley. Thank you for having me. Well, as we know, and we mentioned, your book is very deep and uh, explores a lot of different takes on, you know, the Joshua Tree, one of U2's greatest albums. You also have deep Irish roots and just recently became a citizen in the age of Trump. Is that right? Okay. My mother's Irish, but she was born in England to um, Irish grandparents. And I grew up in a military family, moved around a lot. So I never really got a deep sense of my background. I lived in Puerto Rico for a number of years. I lived in Alaska a number of years. Just, you moved around a lot. And also you're a kid and you're not really like as driven to kind of understand that background. But I wanted to pursue getting Irish citizenship just for like my own personal reasons. I write about in the book about cultural identity. The first time where I saw you 2 kind of play with cultural identity, specifically with the Super Bowl performance, Bono opens up the jacket, there's an American flag lining. And to me, who's like 13 at that time, it doesn't quite click. And so this music was inspiring to me. It, it made me pursue my heritage a little bit more. And so, yeah, I started the process to get Irish citizenship. And I started that process several years before Trump was running for office, but it started coming together during the election. And then after he was elected, that I started getting this together. And it was a completely frustrating experience because I was doing this for me somehow the influence of Trump was coming into my own story because I would talk to people about doing this. and like, oh, well, when you get your citizenship, you can then leave this country. You can, you can leave this sinking ship. And I never saw it that way because I didn't want someone like Trump to define my own narrative. And plus, I wrestle with things about being an American myself and the inherent responsibility that we all have as people to make this country better for everyone. And the idea of just being able to leave when it's convenient for me didn't sit right because then it would make it harder for people who are most at risk. 
you know, these are the marginalized groups who need those allies, who need that kind of support. The other thing that runs deep is Irish bands. And I thought it might be fun to rattle off a few names and have you react with, you know, a favorite album or a favorite cut or a story about the band. You know, I've got a few, so we'll go through them, you know, kind of quickly, you know, certainly not a speed round or anything like that. And I don't know, I think you probably know all these bands. You're a big music fan, but if you need to pass, uh, we'll just mark one point off your Irishness. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, Thin Lizzy. Oh, Thin Lizzy's great. I, I, uh, Thin Lizzy is absolutely fantastic. Phil Lynott is a remarkable guitar- guitarist, and Thin Lizzy needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm with you on that. Hot House Flowers? You know, that whole like trad thing is not really my kind of bag. I like some songs and some elements of it, but it's, it's not something that I particularly gravitated towards. Yeah, I don't want to call them a one-hit wonder, but that first record was great, and I saw them at a very small club up here on that tour, and they blew me away, and that was about it. So, uh, how about the Water Boys? You know, I had a chance to see the Water Boys for the first time a couple of years ago, and I got sick. Oh, boy. And so I never got to see them. I hear they're such an incredible show. I had to give the tickets away. Um, they're a band that I really enjoy. Still, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm not that as in tune with that kind of style, but I do like them. Maybe one of the most Irish bands, the Pogues. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, I mean, there's a few songs there. Um, I, I I don't really mesh well with Shane McGowan too much <laughs> as as a person, but I, I'm sure he's fine. I it's it's not something that I that really speaks to me. And how how about the Cranberries? The Cranberries are absolutely fantastic, and and it's a shame that Dolores O'Riordan passed away. Yeah, I mean, I I still, it's probably their biggest hit, but every time Zombie comes on, I hate to admit it, but I do kind of sing along. That's a great song, and I agree with you, she she has gone too soon. Uh, Last one, and the precursor to this, it's a surprise, but since you mentioned he's not someone I really get along with, Shane McGowan, I'd be remiss not to bring up perhaps the biggest name in Irish music whose image has taken a hit recently due to politics. And that would be Van Morrison. I thought you were going to say Sinead O'Connor, but oh, shit. Van the man. I mean, moon dance is great. Astral weeks is great. As far as the politics regarding COVID are concerned. I mean, the further we go along from the last couple of years and the start of the pandemic, I think more and more information is going to come out about what went wrong, what we could have done better. I, I certainly took COVID very seriously, but um, if there were people who did not take it as seriously as I did, I had to come to terms with that. And that's perfectly fine. People need to make the decisions that they need to make for their own bodies. Now, whether or not there's a conversation on platforms and how big those platforms are and how influential those platforms are, given that Van Morrison is a very big figure, that's a whole other different thing. I mean, certainly he's better about it than Clapton. <laughs> I mean, talk talk about a piece of work. <laughs> Fair enough. I've also said uh, many times that it's always okay to love the art and hate the artist. So you brought up Sinead O'Connor, which, you know, I love her, but boy, it seems like she's in a dark place. You know, I mean, her career took a hit over that SNL stunt. And, you know, she has owed such a major apology and a huge comeback because she was on point. She's been on point throughout her career. And it, it pains me to see how such a talented woman has been treated 
because of her politics, her interests. I think she's incredibly talented, and it just pains me how how poorly she's been received and treated for three decades. Agreed. Well, you see what we did there is we hit all the Irish bands and the politics, and uh, there's another book for you. But we have it on our show, and thank you, Bradley. The book is You Too, The Joshua Tree, Planting Roots in Mythic America. It's out now. It's a great book, um, a deep dive for sure. And thank you, Bradley Morgan, and congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this teaser, have a listen to the complete podcast episode on your favorite podcast provider. Please follow, subscribe, and share. And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.